Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grip and Grin. It has been quite some time. Uh, yeah, it has. It's like a whole fucking season. Literally, so much has happened, and we have so much to discuss. It is absolutely insane. Mayhem. Mayhem. Like, mayhem. It has been a successful season. It has. If you've been seeing the Instagram, you know, there's been some feathers up there. Great post. Yes, sir. Great post. I hope. I try. Make sure to check out the Instagram. Make sure to like and subscribe and tell all your friends about us. You know, we're, we're working out here. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Yeah, I mean... A lot more to come still. I was going to say, there's still a lot more to post. We from. have a lot of posts coming. We have to talk about a lot. Um, yeah, we have a lot, of, a lot of different things to cover. A lot of unpacking to do. Both on the water and in the woods. Literally. Field's edge. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. All right, let's just oh, dive right into it. All right, so let's talk about your opening day. Yep, and it was definitely a memorable one, so... In typical turkey season fashion, getting up that crack acid dawn, especially in Maine when you have to be up at what three thirty early season, you know, like it's pretty tough first time getting up. Yeah. And we weren't together the first day. No, we were not. So that I'm going to a spot that I haven't been before turkey hunting because my other property was sold. Now, have you you've deer hunted that spot? Yeah, yeah so I've been there for many years. It's like your religious like deer spot. I will. It used to be. It was like the original. It was like your grounds. high school stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't been there really at all, but. Yep. So I knew exactly where I wanted to go, even not having turkey hunted before. So, set up. I used this like little chair blind, which is nice. I like being able to move around a little bit, not just sitting on the ground, and it keeps the bugs off me a little better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some people like to run and gun, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so my morning was. Excellent. You know, gobblers all around. I I got my two hens set up. We've talked about that in the previous pod. Yep. Always run that. It's my go-to. And it produced this year once again. So, you know, I always wait for them to, you know, gobble from their tree a bunch. I don't ever really throw out tree yelps at all because I really want to be on the ground before I'm starting to get to work. It's day one, too. Yeah, I know. But... You even said it yourself. I'm pretty pretty patient when it comes to my first Yelp. When it comes to calling, yeah. So Definitely. I wait, I wait down till I I think they've flown down or are about to fly down, and then start you know my morning yelping, and then have this Jake and two hens come right into five yards, which was really awesome. I just always love that first encounter. Real close to, he was he was looking pretty decent and. First Jake I've seen in two years hunting, so that's always a plus. But he goes on through, and then I keep on doing my yelping. And then out of nowhere, he literally is running in. He didn't even gobble, just running. Just like that waddle run, you know? Oh, yeah. So he's just like charging right in. And like before I could blink, I had my gun up, bam, done. <laughs> I remember you texting him like, are you, are you serious? You're like, yeah, I got a bird. Yep. I'm like... Damn. Seven, nah, six thirty, I think. That's like right around then, six thirty-seven. So, and we were probably what we were, we said this based on the leaves. We were two weeks late. Yeah, like compared I to think last year, the spring came early because we had way more buds on the trees. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we started last year with practically no buds on the trees, 
And I mean, is it your most vanilla Tom of all time? Like average size, pretty though. I yep. like all Toms. So yep. He looked good. Nice shot. Done quick, easy. Me in the freezer. There you go. So it's not as exciting as all the shit we're about to talk about. So let's just get that one out there because I got my birds by myself. And, you know, we'll get to yours, but we were together for a lot of this season, which was a plus. We didn't think that was going to happen either. In brief, I mean, I can I can probably recap my opening day in probably about a minute. Went out to my woodland bird spot, private property, and set up. On my, on my way in, I'm like, son of a bitch. And we've talked about this. Roosted birds, like, right there. I'm like, holy hell. And had a gobbler, like, literally maybe 50 yards from me. And I heard something behind me ruffling through the leaves, like, sprinting behind my blind. And koi dog. I was like, ah. So it was kind of a cool encounter. Like, I didn't have a shot at the koi dog, but... um it was just kind of cool to see that like run through. It didn't see my decoy surprisingly, which was out in the middle of a tote road and ran right through. And I pretty much knew at that point, like, yeah, your, uh, your opening day's done. So they, they clean, uh, they came down. Hen was yelping pretty good, brought her into like 40 yards, but she just went around me and that was it for the day. So literally in one minute, I yeah. just recapped. Yeah. But, yeah. So that was my opening day, your opening day. And we're going to kind of dive right into, our encounters which will dominate the rest of this episode oh, because we were out there a lot oh yeah and we have some fucking good shit to talk about <laughs> let's get into farmland man okay so we have this get one spot it's like your family ish connection yep and yep personally i think you can agree it's my favorite turkey hunting spot I think you would agree with me that it's a spot where you have to have two people there. Yep, because there is a lot of acreage. Yeah. And it's freaking wide open, and it's divided up. So you have, like, you got birds to your left, to your right, in front of you, behind you. Like, you have to have sort of a team set up on it. And where we set up on, like, a a, a feature on the field, we can really cover that point. Because, you know, we right. talked about last time, you know, again, that angles into the field so you can attract them with your hand decoys so right and you have to hike out to it it's a drive out there like there's just so many factors that just it's a whole experience yeah it's not just like i show up it's not killing it's hunting and it was a property that we started hunting last year so we already knew kind of the general vicinity of where they were going to be roosting so that was a that was a huge advantage to us and when those first gobbles went off we're like yeah okay we knew exactly where they were but um, yeah, it was. It's a spot where we have to cross over two large fields and the cover of darkness to even get to the location that we want to go. And um, the grass was much taller this year. Walking across that yep. field, and that was very much influencing. Yep. How much time we had to actually hunt there because you know once the grass gets to a certain height, you can't really even hunt them because you can't even see them because it's over their heads. Right. Right. So what? Was this the morning that we ha- we heard like yes oh my gosh the, like twenty coyotes it felt like so we're getting ready at the car and we, you know we're we're prepping our equipment and all of a sudden like this whole herd this whole like pack of coyotes just started yelping exactly in the field like general vicinity of where we have to go 
And it was like, oh my gosh. Weren't we walking through the woods and then they were like beside us? You could hear them. Yeah. And I was like, all right, when we get to this field, like I'm just going to like do a scan 360 degrees to see where they are. And we step into the field and just eyes just boop, 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 boop. there they all are i'm like oh my gosh they were pretty close yeah i would say like 70 yards i don't know at one point i thought that one was like jogging pretty close yeah so i mean yeah <laughs> sketchy wake you up a little bit <laughs> so kind of a cool experience though you know with somebody else there like it's fine but if i'm by myself and i have a pack of coyotes around me all right it's i'm a little, a little sketch it's like uh, and it's dark. It doesn't really help. You can't even see them. Right, right. But like I said, this is like our favorite spot, and like our setup is on a point, and it's like three fields in. And the fields are divided by, I don't know, a few hundred yards each. Like one's bigger, obviously, and one's a little smaller. But yeah. in general, it's a few hundred yards width. Yeah. And then we get to a point where we have field on the left and front and behind, or to our right. Yeah. And then we're setting up, so we're both like, Ed, like looking out to the 45 degree angles on the field yep so and then you had first tee honors you know yeah because since you got your burn on opening day i was like so you're like yes yes i'm like all right cool um but uh yeah the setup was i mean our spots were still there from last year which is kind of cool yeah you just mowed back a little bit my cover on the right side that i had to improvise there but it was all right yeah so i mean that was kind of nice we had to make a little bit of a ruckus you know clearing our spots but you know cutting a couple branches here and there but for the most part it's pretty much intact yep so we were able to do what we do best yep and just go with our normal like plan of attack we had last year and we had some fun on opening morning so opening morning i mean i'm trying to recall because so much has happened between now and then we had a gobble at what eleven o'clock ish, and it was as a direction. little slower. It was a slower morning than usual. Yep. Because remember those? I think we said the coyotes kind of like, I yes. think made them a little quiet. Yep. So we didn't hear much activity behind us, and usually we have at least one behind us, right. and then a few off to our eleven o'clock, which is like their typical pine tree yeah, roosting area the, where they were last year. Yep. So. But it was a little quieter, and then, if I remember right, you know, you hear them fly down, but it was kind of a slower morning until, you know, he pops out. I just remember you were like, you text me like, birds, and I'm like, what? I'm like, where? Where? And I'm like, slowly turning my head in my blind, like, not over there. You're like, left. I'm like, I still don't see it. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, you mean that big boulder over there? I'm like, (laughs) yep, okay. And the boulder had like this, like, baseball head yeah just white and i was like oh my lanta i mean he's definitely a big boy definitely a big boy he had what three or four hens with him uh yeah i can't remember it was two or three though i don't think it was four i, yeah. I can't remember it's been so long i'm pretty sure it was like three or four because there was no jakes there was no jakes that day it was just him and hens um, three hens yes so I no way for it. I remember three that. Is, yeah. So Andrew's working his magic and he's bringing this bird, in, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" This like, you and I after the after the fact, we're like, we thought that was like game. We thought that was gonna happen. I thought it was for sure. Like, it's gonna happen. He's gonna die. He was doing the like his tail back and forth, like waving his tail back and forth. I'm like, 
dude, this bird's dead. He wanted those decoys, but those stinking hens would were not interested at all, and they just kept working down the left side, and you're set up to my left, yep. and you're blind, working their way down just like, what, 60 yards out? Uh, yes, yes, 70, 60 yards, yeah, in that range. So then they just kept on going, and he was like, ah, but, right. you know, I want to go over here. So I have a two-seater blind, so I kind of, like, shift my ass over to the right side because I shoot lefty. And, um, you know, I can see them outside my windows, and they're coming in, but I can see the general direction that they're going, and I'm like, I, I like, I was like, Fuck. I could tell when he was, like, par- or not parallel, but 90 degrees to my left, it was like, it's not happening. So then I got really aggressive on the calling, but the hens were already too far down there. Dude, that was amazing. So Andrew starts like, because he lost sight of him to my left, and he can't see him after that point. So he just starts yelping hard. And Throwing some cuts in there. These hens got so pissed off. It was the loudest I've ever heard a hen yelp. And they were like, right next to me. And I didn't have a clear shot towards... Uh, oh yeah because you had that freaking branches right there i had those branches at the time and um outside my far window and at that point he was 40 yards but he was through the thickest of like brush and branches i'm like "Ah, i don't feel comfortable um i know for a fact my gun can poke out that far but with debris there's no way but these hens just it was almost like they're yelling to like Shut the hell up over there. Shut the hell up. And then the Tom like gobbles like, ladies, ladies, please, please. Let's <laughs> let's calm down here, okay? Oh my gosh. Such a cool experience. But they would not change their direction. No. They just kept on going to the field that was behind us. Those hens had him on lockdown. Yep. Yeah. Like hardcore. When he thought about it, you could see his body language. He was like, Oh, 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 hey, hey, what's yep, I'm going over. And then they were like, Nope, up, up, up. nope, come over here, come over <laughs> yep, here. exactly. It was incredible. Such a cool experience to be that close to a, I mean, that Tom was huge. And so we named this Tom Joey. Yep, it's just kind of like, I feel like both, when we turkey on, it just happens to be um, president names. Yeah, yeah. So we, we call him short for Joe, you know, Joey. Um <laughs> Friggin' Joey. Friggin' Joey. I also like Joey just to the fact of, like, when you think of, like, the show Friends. And, like, oh, yeah. Joey's all about, like, just getting laid, and he's a ladies' man. How you doing, right? So that's, it just fits so well. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Joey. That's Joey. Um, but that kind of sums up our, that morning, because, you know, we get out of our blinds. We try to, like, get up to him. But we just really couldn't close the distance. And that I don't even know if that Tom we were after was him. Uh, yeah, because we, we tried to... We heard those gobbles over that knoll. We tried a run and gun that morning. And was that the morning that we spooked that nesting hen out of that field? We, like, stepped into that field. I'm pretty sure... Oh, nest, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, lonesome yeah. hen was walking across. And you were like, stop. And I was like, what? And we were in the middle of a field. <laughs> As <laughs> if stopping is going to do jack shit. <laughs> uh... But yeah, then we worked our way backwards up the fields, found a Tom, and pretty sure it's a different Tom. But just the way, and you you were very wise in this situation, because I was going to wait it out. I was like, yeah, let's just sit here. But you're like, let's just pull out of here. It's not worth it. Let's just go. I'm like, yeah, it's probably the best situation. Because we didn't have a prime setup. Didn't have much cover. 
Yeah, and there was when we were oh, yeah. There was one behind <laughs> me and we're like there's a connection between two fields and then I'm behind you trying to call and then all of a sudden I hear someone behind me clucking. I'm like, "Well, we're You're just like let's just go. Yeah, we're fucked right now." <laughs> oh, but I mean, that comes into the situation of like do you sit and wait? Do you run and gun? Like strat, you know, strategically Turkey hunting is a lot different than deer hunting. You cannot look at it through the same lens. It's a completely different ball game. Yep, and there's like kind of, you can take two approaches to it. You could be the one that has the turkey vest and they go out into the woods and they're always constantly moving and trying to be as mobile as possible. Or you could be the person that's in a blind. And I think we have a nice balance with our blinds being super mobile, which allows us to have more cover. But then it gets to the point where like, well, do we go? Do we go after them? And then does it really pay off ever? Like I haven't had much success with it, but I don't really do it ever because my spots aren't conducive to it. Like this is such a big property where we can go anywhere we want. Right. For many acres. Yeah. Lots of terrain features. Like usually I'm hunting one field and it's like 20 acres and that's it. I mean, I don't know. I I think it really depends on the landscape that you're hunting. You know, if you have a lot of cover and it's quiet, like maybe you could do a running gun. Um, if you have visual confirmation on an area and you're like, yes, they're over there. I know they can't hear me. It's quiet, like walking across a field. Maybe you're able to do it. Like, But from my experience, it's maybe once in a blue moon you're able to run and gun. But then like it's almost better to sit and wait if you know those birds eventually come back to that See, area. See, I feel like... This is where, you know, I got under the school of Fecto for deer hunting. Well, it's like kind of my school of thought for turkey hunting. Yeah. Like, I'm more of, I'm pretty confident I can bring them to me rather than fucking it up trying to get to them and not saying I can't. Right, right. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I'd just rather have a mobile blind set up, and then it allows me to be a little more, like, I can move a little bit, be a little more comfortable instead of, like, back on a tree, bugs in my eyes. Yep. So... But well, let's get into this next hunt. Like, yeah, part two. I can't remember. Did we go out the next day or the day after? Yeah, it was. I don't think it was the next day. Oh, because I think it was Sunday. And you can't on Sunday in Maine. Yeah. So, so I think it was like a Monday. Yeah, it was. It was. Yep, it was. Um, holy hell. Yeah, so same routine. We get back out. <laughs> literally just like, yep, here we go again. You know, love the walk out. Early friggin' morning. It only gets earlier. Oh, yeah, as the season goes on. Like, legal time's like 425 yeah. at the end of the season. Uh, beginning of the season's like 5 o'clock. It's like a whole 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, Ugh. So, get out to our spots. We're sitting there, texting back and forth, just having a conversation. And then all of a sudden, these hens, back in the 11 o'clock direction, but towards those big pine trees, were like, oh, there they are. Like, And we actually had a tom that morning. Behind us. Behind behind us, gobble. So we're like, oh, we're getting some mad vocalization right now. Okay, that's good. But these hens, it sounded like they were coming out of their roost, but they were, like, just yelping in the trees. And I distinctly remember hearing this, like, rat-a-tat-tat type of, like, calling. It wasn't a turkey. It sounded like a raccoon, like, I don't know, just like a raccoon type of call, like how they get angry. Just I, I'm assuming that there was a raccoon in that pine tree, and it basically like 
intercepted <laughs> these hens in the tree. So that was kind of cool to hear um, is that whole vocalization session of those hens just like getting really, really upset. That was like a lot of vocalization, but we didn't have any real like morning activity in front of us that we could visually see because right. we only had that one bird, a hen, go from right to left yep. at like, what, 50 yards? I'm like, mm. Yeah. So we were kind of being like fucked a little bit. We had, didn't they come out to like our 11 o'clock way down in that corner? Yes. And then they worked through the woods. They didn't work through the woods. They worked that tree line really, really close. Oh, yes, yes. Like, we got we got visual on Joey. We're like, there he is. Yeah, baby. <laughs> there he is. And we knew, but with him this morning, uh, with him that morning was, what, three, two or three Jakes? Yep, I remember that. It was a big group. It was a big group. And we were like, oh, shit. And I'm, ran- like, range finding these bastards. And I'm like, all right. Here they come, 60 yards. I'm like, keep coming, baby. It's almost like the same thing as the day before, except he was a little less interested and he was a little farther out. Right, and I was like kicking myself in the head because I remember asking, I was like, should we set up a little bit further left? And as these birds are going by, I'm like, we should have set up you know, a little bit more left. But I was like, no, 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 trust the system. And, like, you were calling. The hens did a little, like, not a lo- like loud yelping session that time. It was like a, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever type of thing. It was just, I don't know. It, it They didn't come in the way we want them to. They they followed the same pattern. Um, Literally the same exact pattern, just going down to the field behind us right. and then ultimately going to the biggest field. Right. So at that point, we kind of were like, okay, they're here. We know, like, we waited, what, half an hour for them to go yeah, by? Yeah, just about. And at that point, we were texting back and forth, and you're like, well, what what do, what do we do now? I was like, well, we know where they are. Because uh, I was, I'm like, we shouldn't just fucking sit here. I mean, they're not going to come back. I mean, maybe if we wait six hours till noon. Right, right. It's like, let's fucking get after him, basically. Yeah. So, packed up our shit. Um, before we even got out of our blinds, we did have that hen, like you said, walk out in front of us. Yeah. But we knew, and it was at 8 o'clock. It was at 8 o'clock because when she walked out, we I texted you and I went, that's that lone hen. That's that nesting hen. You're like, yep, no doubt. She walked through, and we didn't get off our blinds until she cleared the field. Yep. So packed up our stuff, got ready, and uh, we hugged the tree line, the point. We hugged the tree line back because we didn't want to scare or spook any birds, and we took our time. It took us, what, 20 minutes to walk? Probably, yeah. Maybe 80 yards. So we uh <laughs> we get down to the the edge of the field and there's another field a, a narrow field that actually goes uphill and there's like a little crest to it and you can't see beyond that crest and that's crest is like what 150 200 yards yeah, away yeah. and uh you can see skyline which is kind of cool and so I'm crawling on my stomach I'm checking the field checking the field and uh all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit. Like, about what? 150 yards out, there was a lone tom. It might have been one of the Jakes. Uh, lone tom or Jake, just like beyond beyond us there. And I was like, oh, shit, there's a bird. I, was, I turn around and go, what do you want to do? <laughs> but then, so there was that field that is between us and the big field. Yep. So then I'm like, or you or I, I can't remember who, we're like peeking through the trees, and then we see... 
freaking Joey. Well, we see the herd of birds in the big field that we eventually have to get to, but they're on like our side of it. And we have to cross through the narrow field. Then there's a little opening in the tree line and then the big field. And we could see those hens crossing that little opening. And we're like, I'm like, dude, they're fucking right there. <laughs> and I was like, give me your fucking box. <laughs> so then you hand over your box, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to back up a little bit, and let's see what happens. And then I throw out like a nice soft yelp, and then I just get an immediate response. Cut oh, yeah. me off. Oh, yeah. Just. And then I remember distinctly, I was like, we were like, what should I do? Should I go up there, or should I do? I was like, get down. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the spot that we were in, we were actually in between uh well we're in the in the woods i say that little thick um it's a divider it's just yeah, a divider, it's a divider of trees. yeah but there's a little a axis. snowmobile like yeah. trail going to like connecting the two fields and we're right in that little oh, i was in that opening seeing joey just like cutting me off and i'm like he's coming through that other opening in the big field i'm like get the fuck down i want to back the fuck up and keep calling so you were like 10 yards behind me and i had this fallen down like miniature tree in front of me and i used that as cover it was fucking perfect it was like textbook cover for like a gun and run type of situation and i just remember i looked up and i'm like okay he's probably up i don't know 80 yards okay i ducked back there uh, this whole time i'm just like i'm clucking i'm purring i'm just like getting after him and he is just gobbling gobbling and i'm just slowly reeling him in like a tuna i remember taking my shotgun and i'm like Maybe I'll shoot there. No, maybe I'll shoot. And you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I got to get a good shooting position. I could see you were, there was a one branch that you couldn't get around for your gun. <laughs> so funny. But so I look up. He's now at like, yeah, 80 yards. I scoot back down, reassess my gun, get ready. And I pick my head back up to see where he is. What? 50, 40 yards somewhere He's in there. He's closing the gap. He is coming in fast. And I was like, oh, shit. And I remember you lost sight of him, so I just like stuck my finger out behind me and just did like a swirling motion with my finger to be like, keep going. Because I'm, I'm like, there's a tiny like I'm like little hill, and I'm laying down. So like once I lay down behind you, I never saw him. Like I just saw him in the opening. I was like, oh shit, I want to get calling. And I go down and I lay down, and I'm just trying to mimic. I'm in the other field, come over through this opening, which yep. he was doing exactly. Oh yeah, yep. And then you're, I'm, you're like, keep calling. And I'm like, I I guess I'm doing something good. So at this point, I'm like, this is gonna happen. Click the safety, and I'm just like, I'm getting a cramp in my hip, going, this hurts, but I gotta stick it out. I cannot read. He is so close, I cannot move now. So I actually aim down the little opening because a tree line actually protects me. It gives me blind cover there. So if he were to step out in front of the opening, the snowmobile opening there, um, I'd have a clear shot, which. Right before he did that, I'm looking to my right at like two o'clock and I was like, holy shit, there's a whole herd of Jake's just like coming in. I was like, fuck, fuck. Like they're at 20 yards maybe. And I know that Joey's at 30 and I'm thinking to myself in my head going, these Jake's are going to bust me if I don't take Joey. So if they come in too close or if they come in, you know, before him. I'm not going to have a chance at Joey. So, steps out. I see Beard first. I go, oh, baby. At this point, I'm starting to get the shakies. I'm like, all right, get that true glow on there. Like, all right, red on red, as you always tell me. And Beard comes out, 
and he sticks his head out to like look down the actual opening and good night <laughs> sayonara baby just absolutely drop him just boom and like immediately stand up and i look down the field and those jakes are just running like a bat out of hell i'm like holy crap like that was just too close for comfort as far as like stars aligning like if it had been a half a second longer those jakes would have got us yeah it would have been a different story shooting uh tom running away at 40 yards not oh, the best scene just so rewarding to actually like cash in on joey though yep because that could have really screwed up the rest of our season because was... even before that we forgot about this before that that jake or excuse me that tom that was behind us gobbling ran behind us into the other field and there was a shot mm, yes, earlier that morning yeah. there was a shot and those birds were off to our 11 o'clock when that happened. We we're like, hey, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. So kind of a cool experience, though, to follow that bird and have the story of that bird up until that point. So, And it's weird because when I look at that particular spot, I'm like, this spot feels like it's the third week of May, which is getting pretty late in the season. Like, We didn't have, I feel like, a lot of time there to spend. And it also allowed us to go to another spot, which we're about to get right into where it felt like it was a week ahead of where um, the farmlands were. So we can't we can't jump ahead yet though because there's an important piece. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally forgot. It literally <laughs> affected the podcast. I'm so amped up after I shot Joey. You actually ran out. You ran out and you were like just get to him get to him and I'm sitting there like did this just happen? This just happened? Did I just shoot him? And uh, you ran out, and you took care of business. You uh, made sure he didn't go anywhere, which I don't think he was. But uh, I ran over to you, and we're just like... You were fucking amped. I was amped, dude. So I like I just basically like lay a shoulder into <laughs> Andrew. Literally. <laughs> it was like rugby or something. Just a shoulder to the chin. I bite my tongue so hard on both sides of my tongue and my cheek. And the moment I don't notice, I'm like, man, is my nose bleeding? Like, I can taste blood right now. But, like, fast forwarding, like, two hours, I'm like, why is my tongue swelling? I couldn't even talk. It was like a day or two later, you, like, came over, you're like, I don't think we can record today. I'm like, <laughs> why are you talking like that? You're like, I bit my tongue. I'm like, when? You're like, when we were celebrating. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally just like I got shot in the side of my tongue. But Joey's a bird that you can actually see on our Instagram. Yeah. And um, it's uh, the first one you have up there. Yep. So it should be after mine with the turkey thug. So yep. yours follows that. It's a nice bird. It's a nice bird. It's a very nice bird. It's like that exact, like, fits the mold of that area. Yeah. I mean, uh, he ended up weighing, I did weigh him, 19.2 pounds. So Good bird, not but not shat. 20 pounds. Yes, So sir. that's been, like, that was my goal at the beginning of the season, was to uh, shoot a 20-pound-plus bird. You yourself have taken 20-pound birds. So, I mean, you know, I wanted to get there. Yep. I really, at this point in the game, don't care to weigh him that much. But, yeah, I've taken two 
beautiful studs and maybe others that were in that category that I don't it's, know. It's kind of funny because, like, you don't really – I don't say you don't care. Like, for me, that's, like, the weight is, like, okay, it's a good resemblance. But, like, other people, they might say spurs. Other people might say beards. Like, other people might say the fan. Like, for me, it's – I mean, yeah, the fan's great, but, like, the weight, that, like – I want a big bird, big bird. Because a beard is like almost like a, it's a misconception, really, because it's just a feather that they step on, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the the beard doesn't necessarily determine its age. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't really weigh my bird ever. I just go for looks good, <laughs> fits the mold. So, but we are developing news. <laughs> We have to. We got this permit, or you got this permission. And I was able to hop on board where we could hunt this abandoned golf course, which was. Yeah, you heard him right. We are hunting <laughs> an abandoned. Go- well, I shouldn't say. Well, it's not a. Ba- well, it's not it's, a golf course anymore. It's not a golf course anymore. Repurposed. Yeah. It, yeah okay, that's a better term. Yeah, because it's you can still see the features, the tee boxes, it's mode. Yeah, I mean, you you know it's a golf course, or it was a golf course, but um. Yeah, so my coworkers gave me permission to hunt their property, private property, um, which is always great. You know, you know you're the only one hunting that property. And we knew we were the only ones hunting that property. Yeah, and the, I mean, getting permission to hunt private property. I mean, I cannot thank them enough. It is just. Words can't describe how thankful I am. You always have to thank your landowner at the end of the season. Make Absolutely. Sure you do that. You know, whether it's a card saying thank you. Um, I know in the past you've done, like, a card with some meat or, like, a little, like, thank you gift. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good thing to do for for private landowners. So for this first hunt, let's jump right into it because I'm excited. So cool. So cool. So we did an afternoon hunt, which we don't do often. I mean, we usually don't have the time because we have to. Yes, sir. (laughs) We have to, you know, get other shit done. But we we wanted to at least see it before we showed up in the dark and we're like, all right, right, how the fuck does this work? So, you know, we get all our gear. And I do carry more gear than you because I have to carry the damn fucking decoys. I've never complained once. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, I just am filled with shit. But so it's kind of a narrow property where you have, it's mostly, you can almost count as one big field and it's divided by pines. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, Fairways. It, I mean, that's essentially what we're it's hunting. A, literally a golf course. <laughs> so we're like, we, they told us that they were in like the corner, back corner of the property. So we knew where yep. we wanted to go. It's quite like, there's a lot of knolls and a lot of features to it, which is kind of elevation in some spots. Good to our, like, you know, how we can sneak up in and, yep. but they also use it to their advantage. So correct. You saw the bird first where we just get out of the car, step. Dude, right we walked ten yards, and I'm like, they said they're up here, and I use my rangefinder. I'm like, bird. You're like, what? I was like, there's a bird right there, and just a little black speck in the distance on the par five, like way in the distance. You're like, yep, okay, like we found them, <laughs> so we knew exactly where to go, and we're using the landscape, like Andrew said, to our advantage, and we kind of made, you know, made our way up there, and we get to this like outcrop of rocks and we're using it as cover and we were basically like search and destroy let's do this so we 
but the, drop all my shit. I'm not even carrying a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, blinds, decoys, everything. Just drop it. I mean, it is literally a running gun mission now. Um, because it was an afternoon. We weren't familiar with the property, but we knew that you could pull birds. And and so uh, there's a elevated tee box that we knew of in between us and the birds. So we figured it was best to kind of use that to our advantage and go around it the left side. We knew that bird was in the general vicinity to our right, um, probably about 100 yards away. And we actually got into a beautiful little mm, spot. Mm. But we got into that spot and we nestled in because those birds surprisingly scooted their way quickly up to our left. And they were just on the woods on the edge of the mm-hmm. tee box there. And I remember turning around going, birds, they're, they're right there, like 40 yards away. And people might be like, why didn't you shoot then? I was in no position. Yeah, yeah, we're like gun by your side. <laughs> I were like trying to sneak over this little knoll. And yep. you're like, oh. Because we didn't spook them. I feel like they maybe got a glimpse of something. They you said like, they what? skylined us, right? I think they skylined us because if you go to where they were and right. look back, we kind of came right over the top of the tee box, rookies. Yeah, yeah. Should have gone lower, and it's just like perfectly towards the skyline. So I was like, all right. I mean, we're big blobs just moving through right, the skyline. Right. It's kind of easy to see. Yeah. So, I mean, we we got settled in there. You did some calling. We waited a good twenty five minutes. Yeah, easily. And. Literally didn't get a gobble, nothing. And um, at that point, we were like, okay, let's let's use this to our advantage. We know we kind of maybe, you know, softly push them. Yeah. I mean, they weren't like them. booking it out of there no. the entire time. They just kind of were like. Because who hunts them there? Yeah. They're like, oh, the owner's <laughs> coming up with his dog or something. So, so we took that time to then get ready for the morning. Yes. Uh, and it. I wouldn't say it didn't take long because it took a, a wee bit there. But, I mean, during that entire time, we are, we are like, paper and pen recording everything, like, in our minds. Like, oh, there's this tree there. There's that yeah, there. We like, have this knoll. You know, they can come up here. There's clover right here. They love the clover. Like, yep. coming in from behind us. What's this situation? They roost to our left. We still got them. Like, so sim- covering our bases. Similar to the, the um, farmlands. Farm, thank you. Farmland spot. It's kind of like we have this patch of trees that we could like cut through. Once we cut through that patch of trees on the the far back side of this golf course, there's these little like white pine trees. Like little. Like stuff you see out in like Montana. That's like, pretty sweet. It's like a completely different landscape. Like when I took the picture, one of my buddies was like, Where are you guys hunting? Like Colorado? Like what is that? I'm like, no, dude, this is Maine. Like it's so cool. It's like a definitely some glacial till some a lot of sand um there's a lot of like deposit there but that's why the pine trees like it so you get Mm -hmm. these random pine trees in this like open field that's been clear cut by the property owners they've created what was it one two two brush piles two or three brush piles that uh we kind of use to our advantage later on as well and those little pine trees were freaking awesome for setting up our blinds. Our blinds are literally these mini pine trees. So we are just perfect cover. And we can get like into a really open area with being completely covered, which is so weird. 
We're it, in the middle of a field. It's like go, f- seeing an open field and having like literally a ground blind in the field. Like they have no clue you're there. It was definitely the perfect setup. It's like a hay bale blind. Like yes, it's it was just pretty sweet, freaking awesome. And so we we set up. We make sure we're good. Uh, we were gonna leave the blinds there, but rain was coming in. We didn't want them to get wet. Um, but uh, we kind of based it off what we had just learned that afternoon. Like, oh, the birds are over here. Do we know where they roost? We look for lo- uh, roosting There's trees. A million of them. They're everywhere. You know, we thought to the left looked great. I mean, we didn't even hear a gobble over there. But like straight out in front of us is just like what, three hundred acres yep. of woods. Yeah, it's just woods. And then there's like us. a ridge to our far to our right. Yeah, where we're looking into the woods, seven hundred eleven yards away. Yep, there's like a nice <laughs> ridge that will come into play in the next morning. But you were like, I bet they come from there. And I'm like, that far? You're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that next morning is really where things started to kick off. So, oh, gosh, yeah. Once and once again, <laughs> once again, I'm not like, I'm bringing my gun, but I'm like, there's the honor on the T box is yours, quite literally. Yeah. How fitting, right? Yeah. So that kind of was a thing for this property because of what happens next. <laughs> so silent morning. It was pretty damn quiet. And now let me say this. It wasn't silent, silent. Mm. There was gobbles. Shit, we got to rewind. Before when we got there, okay? Oh, yeah. This golf yeah. course has a parking lot light that okay. just, it's a sp- Spotlight. So you're you park your car. So all right, we get to the spot. Sorry, we have to back up here. We have to cover this. So you get to the spot. You park your car. Your car is pointed towards literally a par four. Yes. Going along the road too. You park your car. Get ready, and then you walk up that hill. And there's a big spotlight in that parking lot. So when you walk up this knoll, it's like definitely like straight up consistently. There's your shadow is portrayed on the knoll. So, like, as we walk up, there's a shadow equally walking towards us because the spotlight is <laughs> right behind us and there's a hill in front of us. So, I'm, I'm like walking up. I'm like, what the fuck? There's two guys on all black and the shadows are really well defined. And oh, the, yeah. The grade of the hill is perfect enough where the shadow was like realistic size. Like perfect, yeah. Perfect tallness. And I was like, perfect height. Literally, like, what in the fuck is going on? We both kind of stop and, like, we were like swaying back and forth to be like, is this how? like, and when it stopped and we stopped, we were like, holy shit. I almost said, hello? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like looking at you going, this is sketchy. And then all of a sudden, like, I stuck an arm out or something. It did the same thing. I was like, dude, it's our fucking shadow. Like, <laughs> for a split second, my brain tricked me and I was like, holy shit, there's two people in front of us and we shouldn't be running into them. Oh, it's just funny. Hilarious. But yeah, we got out there, got to our spots, quick setup. Um, it was a decently quiet morning. It wasn't cold. A, it wasn't si- oh, it was brutally cold it and was I don't cold. the cold doesn't work with me. Yep. But we had gobblers. We knew they were to our far right near that knoll and behind us into that other field. Yep. So, pretty I mean, relatively though, compared to what we've had in the past, it was a it was a mediocre morning. It was we had gobbles, but they other than that, it was pretty quiet. Yes. Um, and we waited a good couple hours. I was very patient with my calling that day, too. Yep. 
It sounded great with that new box call, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what what time was that? Eight? No, it was seven this time. This time. You heard him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just brace your heart again. <laughs> Dude. I wish we recorded I, after that I episode. told you this, too. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Tongue injury. Oh, gosh. So it was 7 o'clock. And or seven thirty ish somewhere in there, and we're like, all right, things are very quiet. Like I said, you know, we got stuff we got to do today, and um, and uh, so I was like, all right, we should probably think about packing up. And it was around that time that like we hear that gobble, and I just reach my phone and just type every letter about six times. I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, but it was directly behind us. I mean, well, wasn't he to the right first a little bit? He was to the right because there was a distant gobble, yes. and that's when we got excited. And then he worked his way kind of behind us. Yeah, it was down to the right, like down over the hill, so you could hear it, but it was wasn't really close. Because then I pulled out my box, and then he was responding, and you can th- tell like the throatiness of the gobble. I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, he gets to the top of the hill behind us, gobbling, and we're both like. Holy shit, he's close. And I'm like, you have the T. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I am even jacked up right now because I can just tell. Oh, I am never shaking. Never laid eyes on him for that day. Never once. And I can just tell, like, holy shit, I am, my adrenaline's pumping. And I'm reeling in this bird with this freaking cluck. And I was amped up. So I just do like a little behind me. And I have the windows all around me. But I zip down. I'm like, I'm bending so far back that you start to go cross-eyed with your eyes. And I'm trying to, like, focus on this bird at the top of the hill. And you were, like, doing, like, a subtle, just like, and he just, and I was like, holy shit. Okay, that's him right there. I was going to come between us because we're, like, these these little, like, pine trees. And then he could have easily just meandered his way through those because it's pretty open. (sighs) If he had done that, that would have sucked for me. Uh, yeah, don't shoot me. Because I'm shooting, I'm shooting left, so I'm shooting out all my right side windows. It'd be like the one thing we didn't plan for because we played it where I'm on the left and I'm a righty, so I can swing to my left, and right. you're on the right and you're a lefty, so you can swing to your right. But coming between us, which is like a one in a million, right, was very possible right then. It could have been based on where we first and where I'm saw. set up, where the hens are, where I'm calling, because I'm to your left. So like, no, I'm just gonna go straight through here. But. This goddamn bird came down to the right. Down literally a bean path. Like a... Car path. Literally, yeah. Car path. Comes down, and he eventually gets like 30 yards and gobbles. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this bird is right here. I couldn't hold the box with two hands because I would have been shaking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, at which point, he then gets closer. And I'm like, at I mean, I am shaking it's a goddamn bird and i'm shaking i know i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that so i'm shaking so much but i keep telling myself i know i'm sorry but i was like it's a bird like it's okay like you got this trying to like give myself some positive reinforcement and then all of a sudden i've heard i heard something that i had never heard before until you told me you're like that's what this is drumming 
I've never heard that before. He's spinning drum and coming right in. I am. I don't have eyes on, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a huge fucking bird. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like deep bass in a car. It's like boom, boom. I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, yeah. it's hitting my lungs. So he's literally, literally, on the other side of the pine tree that I'm sitting at, like tucked in, and I have a big bushy pine tree. Uh, it's probably stands about know, six feet tall. Mm-hmm right next to me and he's on the other side of it and i'm like oh my gosh so i put my gun outside the the right window i'm like this pine tree is like my plane if he breaks his plane i got him and he is drumming like a son of a bitch he at that point he didn't gobble right next to me when he was on the other side of the pine tree but he steps out Holy shit, it is the biggest bird i have ever laid eyes on while hunting just massive massive bird his head went from like blue to white like very little red and i'm like oh my gosh like freaking myself out and at this point there was a little pine tree that i had ranged uh before he even got there and it was at like 15 yards and he was in front of it and so safety's off i'm like right on him he steps out and let me break this down for you. Uh, I am a headhunter, and I always try and just nick the head or go for the head. And I mean, it's definitely something I've learned this this year, turkey hunting. And you reminded me, you're like, the breast meat goes a lot lower than you think. So I was like, okay. He comes in, and as I pull the trigger, I am freaking out. As I pull the trigger, I got the pin right on his head. Not on red. I have it right on his head. And when I pull the trigger, I, I rookie move, jerk, because I'm shaking so much. I jerk and pull the trigger, shot, and this bird's wings just like flapping. And he just jumped up, landed on his feet, and pew, gone. And I just went. And I remember I swung to my right. And I tipped back in my blind, whole blind, just like at this point shaking. <laughs> and I'm like trying to get a second shot. And I'm like, come on, come on. Like, but that brush pile in front of me was actually, that's what got me. I couldn't, I couldn't shoot beyond that brush pile. And I'm glad. And so you just saw him run right into the woods, exactly where those uh, birds were day one that we saw them. And I just immediately like, I remember, I'm in my blind. I just go, fuck. Because <laughs> I, I still haven't seen the damn thing. So I hear bang. I'm like, I let's celebrate because I don't know. I can't see it at all. And then I just see him running. I was like, ooh. Then I heard fuck. I'm like, gonna sit here a minute. <laughs> so I, I literally just head in my hands. I put my gun down. Head in my hands. In my blind, just sitting there going, what like. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, you just, as a hunter, you're like, man. What? Like, you go through the scenario in your head, man, like, time after time. That bird was at 12 yards. 12 yards, and I missed. Yep. Missed. Just missed. Complete. However, I will say this, and people are like, you're an idiot. Like, ah, uh, I get that. I am. But <laughs> but there's one thing good about this whole thing. 
is that it was a clean miss. It was definitely a clean miss. He was running perfectly fine. So he sprinted off, not a gimp, nothing. And when when we assessed the the actual area that I shot, found my wad, by the way, and also we saw one wing feather. It looks like he broke it off. And it looks like yeah. He like flapped his wings and like it just snapped. And so other than that, not one feather. Nothing. So clean, clean miss right over his head. Which once again at the time I wasn't, but is actually for the best. It was actually like good that I had done that. Yeah, because for it many was, reasons. Yeah. But it's heartbreaking. It was. And I just before you get out of the blind and I'm like all right, well, this is kind of smaller property. We have no chance of getting anything. So I just kind of like walk over and put a fist through the window. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just like fist pound right now. <laughs> Sympathy fist pump. <laughs> oh. But like, yeah, it was it was tough. That was um that was a hard hard pill to swallow, for sure. I mean, it happens. And you know, I was talking to other hunters and they're like, "Man, I've been there several times." I'm like, I mean, that's reassuring. Yeah, if you don't talk about your misses, what are you? So I, uh, it was tough. It was really, really tough. But So we just kind of cut our losses that day, kind of got out of there. And then we hunted there, like, a couple days later? Yeah, it was, it was a couple days later. We gave it a little break. Because, you know, recharging a little bit, waking up at 2.45 is yep. pretty tough. Yep. So we... Same spot, same everything. The shadows still fucked with me going the next morning. <laughs> I just went left and right. I'm like, you motherfucker. But same, literally same everything. Yeah. Nothing's different. Same. And they're kind of gobbling in the same areas. Yep. Same setup, same everything. Heard some gobbles. Um, but our, our hunt ended quite early that day. Yeah, because we were talking about it before where... They could roost on top of us because there are bigger pines right to our right, 40 yards. But I was like, well, they could, but they could be anywhere. It's this white yeah. pine everywhere. So I remember we were, I was calling a little bit, and all of a sudden I hear, fuh, 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 fuh. I'm like, what in the fuck is that? And, I, and then didn't they, um, didn't they cluck at us a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, did that just happen? <laughs> like, am I hearing this right? In translation, those hens went, "Hey, there's two guys over here, and they got guns. We cannot, <laughs> we cannot go over that field." That's basically what they said in translation. It was like a, and that was like it. Yeah, and it was radio, goddamn silent for the rest of the morning. I, I remember, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck," and you're like, "What?" Well. We're good. Like, we'll just keep hunting. I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I mean, once again, steep learning curve. I mean, you pretty much knew, but I'm sitting there like, oh, I could have a Tom right here. Like, oh, no, it's just no chance. It, it, and we can't go after him. We don't really have the real estate. It's, yeah. They can go. There's fields everywhere, and it's all private. So we didn't have permission to those lands. We can't just keep going chasing them. So we just cut our losses once again. Yeah. I mean, you say fields, and it's literally like, a fairway. That's the field. Like Oh, I'm saying like, you know, the farms. They they oh, can go oh, off oh, property oh, oh. and we can't like, even Yeah, go surrounding after. this property there are a considerable amount of it's like turkey country. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we, we kinda book it out of there for 
Oh, wait. One mistake. Before we left, we actually changed our spots. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Because that, I remember I was yes. like, we're not going to sit here again. We got to sit over here because then we can use this little field. Because was that the morning that he came in with that hen? Or was that a different morning? There's so many yes, different mornings. because the next, okay. Yes. Because we heard him, but he just wouldn't come okay, over. He was on lockdown. Yeah. He All was right. on lockdown. And we pretty much knew, like, he's not coming over here again. Like, he knows, like, avoid that field or avoid yeah, that yeah, spot. Yeah. And so that's what gave us this, like, idea of, like, we got we to gotta switch it up. So we just moved higher up on that patch of pine trees. Yeah. And kind of a different, more difficult type of setup. Um, got to really think about shooting direction. Got to really think about, do I have enough cover? Um, got to think about, you know, not being too far away from that tree line. Um, we saw little... those little pines to our advantage. Yeah. And we were using that little point in front of us as a point where I could put my decoys out. So it's very visual. Yep. And if he still comes from the left, where, where we were originally set up, he can still work his way up through. Yeah. So um, it was definitely a different setup. Uh, we, you know, on our way out, we did that so that we knew going back in next time, it was all prepped and ready. Uh, at that point, I think it was this day that we actually named this bird. Yeah. Um, and we knew it had to be a name that uh, that would be bold, that was strong, that was... Um, uh, avoided assassination um so dill research and we we came up with the uh the name teddy theodore roosevelt pretty perfect because he is he's a manly man yep i mean the reason why we named him this is because theodore roosevelt uh was had an assassination attempt where he got shot in the chest but the bullet was um slowed down by his glasses case and a 50-page uh, speech speech that he was about to do went into his lung, just didn't uh, puncture his lung, but grazed it. And they're like, go to the hospital. He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. Gets up there, starts a speech with, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're, don't know if you're aware of this, but I've been shot. <laughs> and does an 80, I think it's 80-minute speech, I think it was, while he's shot. Then after the speech, you know, you know, thank you, people. Thank you, thank you. Then goes to the doctors and like, all right, how bad is it? <laughs> Ended up leaving it in there. So, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He left it in there uh, for the rest of his life. But, uh, I mean, that was just a fitting, fitting name for this bird. So um, we named him Teddy, and he was something that I needed redemption on. Yep. We did a little, uh, <laughs> a little like, you know, ritual at where uh where i did my miss you know put the put the shotgun shell on the ground there and did a little bit of smoke ritual <laughs> burned a candle and just did like some some smoke didn't have any sage but um you know just trying to make it uh trying to make it perfect because i remember you you texted me too or when you were picking up your decoys that day i missed you were like did you clean your gun after you shot joey and i was like oh i didn't you were like that's why bad juju man <laughs> bad juju i was like oh gosh so um yeah went home cleaned it you know apologized <laughs> <laughs> but uh this brings us to part our fifth 
fifth hunt. Yeah. On the abandoned golf course. Yeah, because we we had that hen that flew down, busted us, and then kind of grazed over at that. We had another morning where he came out to our right, and that's made a, made us adjust our setups. So we were feeling pretty good. I wouldn't say we were super confident, but the new spot had some good juju. I'll say this. That morning, Squirrel Team 6 went into full <laughs> throttle mode. Yep. We were like, okay, here we go. Yeah. There were, we got this. There was a vibe. Was, there was a vibe. It was just like, you. It just you know when it's like, you feel good. You're like, oh, And we're, all, we're doing like everything right. Like, oh, let's back up a little bit. So we, Because you know, we kind of chill a little bit before we sit down. Yep. And then it's like, all right, let's like back ourselves up and... Kind of, it's like a good energy. Pretty much, we from that point on, those hens busted us. We treated like those hens were always in those trees. Yep, that's how we treated our hunts. Um, you know, and they never were again. Luckily, yeah, they weren't. Thank, thank the Lord. But um, yeah, that morning was calm, a little bit warmer. Definitely was warmer. Mosquitoes were horrendous, so bad. And I don't even have my gun this morning. Because this is actually later in the season. That's right. So I'm like, my blind is basically closed up. Yeah. And that's right. I am like total recon mode. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to move a gun around. I'm just chilling with the box, which is my gun. And, you know, the morning was calm. It was excellent. It was a killing morning. Had a couple gobbles. Yeah. It was like kind of the normal for that area. Yeah. So. Nothing fancy, and then which was funny because when we heard the gobble on the par five off to our right down the down the little knoll there, when that gobble went off, I was like, "There he is!" <laughs> like I just knew. I'm like, "It's that bird." Yep, that's him. Like I got this, but like that was just it wasn't even no, it wasn't even like I, I got this. It was more of like a okay, box one. Yep, check. Yep, like we just knew like. There was a series of events that had to happen in order for us to get that bird back. And box one was, hopefully those hens aren't there. Box two was like, okay, where's the gobble? And then it just went on from there. Box three <laughs> is when I step in. Because <laughs> I can't remember. I thought it was I had yelped first and then he gobbled. Yeah, it was. Yes. Because... You know, I go through a sequence of silence, a lot more silence than you expect. I like a good break, and then I yeah. call again. Then I have times where I call a lot. But this is just the first yep. yelp of this sequence. And I get that distant call. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me cast that lasso way over there. So, like, this time I took a different approach. I always love changing it up. I really like, dude. You're calling that more. I actually recorded a, a short segment of it. Was on point. Like at one point, I did text you and I go, "Do you hear that? Do you hear that hen yelping?" And it was you. <laughs> I didn't even know yeah. you were you had started calling. I, I was yet. so confused when I got that text. Yeah, I was like, "Dude, do you hear that? That's a hen." You're like, <laughs> "I was like, oh shit, that's him." Yeah, it was so cool. And like, ugh. you fooled me. You fooled I'll me. I'll take that compliment. Um, so for this approach on this morning, I went with a very, very soft, calm, quiet, subtle yelping. 
very in little clucks, kind of like I'm mosing through eating the clover that's right in front of us. And holy fuck, did Joe or Joey Teddy was riled up about that, like riled up. You didn't do any loud yelping. It was just literally just like just so quiet. And he's and cutting me off at like was, 120 yards. He was oh yeah. He was not impressed. And I remember hearing that because you heard one gobble. And it's like, I know you heard it. I couldn't really hear it that well because I have a tree right in between me and where he was. But down below the part five, when he like, it was like a weird like, I was like, I text you. I go, was that a gobble? (laughs) Yes, I remember that. (laughs) And then like he gobbles again. And I just send you like, like text message like. He's here. And he closed the distance so quick, fast. He went from like, I don't know, I felt like 200 to 120 to 40. And I'm Easy. like, holy shit. Yep. Like, all right. I remember you were like, he's coming. And I, was I remember like, I said, leave your phone screen up because he's coming to the left. <laughs> so I'm going to text you when I see him because I can see him to the left first because I'm towards your left. So, And I was in panic mode because I'm shooting on my right side. And this bird, I'm like... I said, I remember texting you, like, paranoid. If he comes left, you need to let me I'm know. I'm like, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just let me know if he's coming left. And you're like, he's he's coming. And I was like, oh, crap. So what I did, the sun rises to my right, and this bird's coming left. And so the sunlight coming through my blind, I was like, first of all, many things need to happen right now. I need to shift my ass over. I need to close the windows to my right, and I need to open my windows so to my left. Does this box five, six, seven? <laughs> I mean, we're we're probably in the fifties by now at this point. But so, what I did was I strategically you were you were sweet talking him, you were sweet talking him, and he had no clue what was going on. So what I did was I waited for Andrew to like do some calling, and when he gobbled, I went on my windows, and I did it quick. And so I had two windows to close on my right because that sun was bright, just shining so bright. And so, I mean, as you're sweet talking to him, gobble, and just the last one. No, it wasn't the last one. Those were fine. It was the the ones to my left that I had to open up. He was getting closer, and I was like, holy crap. I was like, I got to make this really quick. So I did like a, and you heard that one. You were like, oh, because I tried. I heard it, and then I started yelping right then because I was like, shit, that's kind of loud. Yeah, so I knew that last one was was loud. So when I peel down my window and stick it to the Velcro, I, like, peel it down, stick it to the Velcro, and I look out the window. He's looking right at me. And I think that was the time that you were like, oh, shit, he sees me type of thing. Yes, yes, because he looks. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at him the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> And he like, and then he like stares at me and I'm like, fuck. And what you'll see on Instagram is I'm recording this on my phone. Oh yeah. And I duck my phone down below (laughs) my blind because I'm like, fuck, he's looking at me. So I'm trying to readjust, but his head is beat red. Oh yeah. So he like the window that I unzipped, I'm like trying to get my gun out that window and he's coming in. And I could see him coming through that window, but then he goes behind a pine tree, and I lost sight of him. I was like, shit. So I actually transitioned my gun from my left window to the 
big window right straight in front of me. And I knew he was behind that tree. And the whole time, I'm like, where is he? Where, like, is he coming closer to me? Like, what's he doing? And so I get my gun ready. And uh, you're still recording at this point. Yep. And you're about to come, like, up, back out, and look at, you're looking out the window again. And I click my safety, which I thought I could hear in the video. I never checked. But I, mm, it was close. So I unclick the safety, and I'm just sitting there waiting for him to step into view. And he comes into view, but I'm like, ah, like, I know the tree line in front of me is 30 yards. And he was a little bit in front of that tree line. I was like, all right, I've taken a bird at 40 yards. Like, this is going to happen. And I, your your voice went over my head. And freaking that miss went over my head, red on red. And I double checked. I was like, yep, that's on red. And I like dropped my gun a little bit. I was like, there it is. Boop, there it is. And he started to get a little suspicious again, but he like was puffed up yeah, at he, me. Yep. He like stopped. He like stuttered a little bit. Yep. And, and like, at twisted. that point, I was like, ah, what's he looking at? Like, and he's kind of like quartering towards me a little bit. And I was like, yeah, this is going to happen. Redemption. Boom. Shot and just instantly just dropped. And there was what? Maybe a second or two? Yeah, there was definitely a, a long second. All I hear is Andrew's blind, like flip over his head and just, fuck yeah. <laughs> you like that? And as soon as I heard you roar, I was like, I just threw my blind open and, oh, just. It was almost emotional, honestly. I mean, that was fucking awesome. Calling him in from that distance, reeling him in, and then the shot on camera. On camera. Completely. Oh, yeah. Which is sweet. And I was like, that was from the cuff. I was not ready for that. I was like, I could record this right now. <laughs> well, like, we're both walking towards Teddy. And I look over, you go, I got that on camera. I'm like, <laughs> no, you didn't. Let's go. Like, ah, oh, just so exciting. So, like... I respect turkey hunting so much. And like and this this proves to you that I do appreciate these birds. But like that was honestly an emotional experience. And some people might be like you're crazy, but you don't understand. Like it, that is like a goal that I've had for 2 years now, 2 3 years now, and it's just it was a dream come true. It was amazing to see it. It was amazing to share it with you. It was on camera. It's just everything, the stars aligned. And it was definitely a textbook. Like That was awesome. Just an amazing bird. Beautiful bird. We have that on Instagram as well. You his spurs, uh, that was that post. Um, his green kind of iridescent feathers. Yep. I mean, he was a drop-dead gorgeous bird. 11-inch um, beard. Just, just a very solid all-around bird and a quick, clean kill. More meat. Yep. Tagged and out, baby. Yep. And Tagged that was and actually the end of our season. It was. A little sneak peek on the next episode. I'll talk about my second bird. Yeah. Oh, that was like a, the great end to what was like the turkey season at that point, which was nice. I just, yeah. It, 21 pounds is what he weighed on the dot. Dice, you know, got my 20 plus bird. So I was like, yes. And you were like, 
you're keeping that fan. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a very subtle hit uh, hint to the next episode as well. Yes, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, but you know, as far as looking forward, I mean, we have a lot coming out. A lot more fishing. Yep, we got my last turkey. A lot more fishing, and then after that, a lot more fishing. Yeah. So we uh we definitely got some fishing content that's coming out, and some we haven't even revealed um one thing that happened, and uh, we're. It's going to be a, a good little talk, a it's, good little spiel. I, I just wish, you know, we had another full turkey episode because it is such a quick time of year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, but look forward to a little more turkey next time and a lot more fishing. Yeah. And there's more fishing to come. And fishing. And then we'll talk a little bit of whitetail. <laughs> Preseason. Yeah. It's, it's going to come up very quickly. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But as always, folks, get in the woods. And get on the water.